0: that's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: All right. God bless you guys. I'm Apostle Charles Dallas back again here at HNLC Studios. Most of you joined us earlier today. You know, I'm trying to get into part A of this particular teaching. I was dealing with what I call the Jews. And they actually dealt with a lot of the, uh, uh, some of the things we actually deal with uh, on today. But it wasn't any kind of discrepancy or any kind of thing to pinpoint anyone. You know, sometimes you guys got to let it be known. You know, if your shoe fits, then you need to make the adjustment. And you know, the what did God say? First, let a man examine himself. And you got to put the IF in there to see if we are the faith. Now you think about the word of God. According to the book of Ephesians, we all need to find ourselves in a position of being checked at all times, and every minute, and every hour of the day, to how we carry ourselves. But we're not going to delay. We're going to, you know, we're not going to hold you up too long. We're not going to delay the time. We're going to get into part of this area as we talked about before uh, earlier today. We was over in the book of uh, Acts, chapter thirteen, and we was over there, around that forty-second uh, verse. And we're going to kind of roll. And just kind of talk about the opposition of this particular uh, teaching over here in the book of Acts over in that uh, chapter 13, dealing with that uh, 42nd on down to the uh, uh, 43rd, and then we're going to go ahead and uh, get the B side of this particular teaching in uh, over in the 44th verse on down, and Then we're going see what the word, uh, the word of God has to say that's coming from the kingdom. Now, give me a few minutes, go the music just to solidify itself a bit, and I'll be right back with you guys here in just a moment. Julius, an opportunity to come to you guys and, you know, just to hear what the Word of God is speaking on today. I know we kind of got a little moment of silence there, but I kind of get myself in a position to give reverence to the Lord and uh, get myself together as I go forth. And I don't like to sound redundant, but I want to give thanks to the man of God, you know, some great man of God that's in my life, you know, Apostle Oscar Walker, um, uh, Dr. Von Peek out there in Arlington, Texas Good News International uh, Some great people I talk to on time basis uh, Dr. J.C. Matthews Very powerful teacher And I tell you, that man of God tell you, he'll, he'll do something to your mind The he teaches the word of God Because he's a lawyer And God has converted him over from, Not from the law field But over into the law for the kingdom So he's like a man of God Who comes in, he prepares his case And he's going to come at you So you can't come at him sideways or Any other way than that Because he's going to teach you and also the man of God, as I said, Apostle Oscar Walker. Uh, you know, always get good information from Dr. Dale Wilson, Apostle Sam Finchroy, great man of God, Ron Shaw out there at 2606 John West Freeway, out there at the Lighthouse Church. I mean, just a whole host of great people that I always uh, you know keep around me as far as giving me mentorship, uh, giving me direction on things I have to have as course of time as I go through this particular you know this, what you call this Psalms 23. It's good to have great people around. You know, I always believe in the word. You know, when we come down, we talk about, uh, you know, the process of dealing with, uh, you know, uh, Psalms chapter one, you know, I believe those instructions are very strict, I believe they are very precise in what they're saying. As far as you walking in the Proverbs 10 and 22, the blessings, I believe strongly in the word of God in terms of what the law has said, according to Galatians chapter five, In that area of the 14th verse, I believe there's a controversy when you run into Galatians 5 and 15. But other than that, we want to walk in the obedience of Christ. We want to get all that Christ has in store for us. Because, you know, his word is declared that his word will not go back void. That he has taught his word above his name. Now, in the book of Numbers uh, 23, 19 to 21, he makes that very clear, that he's not a God, that he shall lie. No, he's a son of a man that he should have to go, uh, uh, he should have to go avoid. No, he's a son of a man that he would have to go back on his word. And I think about that scripture. He said, you know, God is not a God that he shall lie. not a son of a man that he should have to repent. The command has been given to bless. He can and will not reverse it. I think about Isaiah uh, 55, and I think about Isaiah 55 and 17. If you get a chance to go over Isaiah 55 and 17, it makes a strong statement as well uh, about some very things that God really want to make clear and the blessings of how God really designs and engineers you to move forward. If you were just to take your Bibles, <clears throat> you took a, 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 quick, a quick sneak preview uh, to the book of Isaiah. He lays down some very strong laws in terms of even in the midst of what happened in terms of what we call the historical points in uh, the book of Isaiah Uh, 55, because he makes a very genuine point to the point in relationship with Psalms uh, 1. Because the word of God makes it clear that even when you look at just going down to the 11th verse, you know, he talks about uh, in coalition with, you know, um, Psalms, uh, with Numbers 23, 19 to 21 in Psalms 1, but he makes it very clear that the word, it goes forth, you know, what comes out of his mouth. You go back to the book of Genesis, I heard J.C. Matthews talk about the process of how God uh, designed the earth on his word. He, he spoke his word. Everything was spoken in existence. The Holy Spirit was waiting on the command of God's word and so is the word that's in you. It's waiting on the command of the structure of the receiving of the Holy Spirit. But we got to make the confession to Christ, according to Romans 10, 8, 9. And Romans 10, 9, 10, 8, 9 tell us, what sayeth thou the word of God? Now he says the word of God. You go back to the book of Isaiah 55, 11, he says the word of God. The word of God says the book of Genesis. He spoke the word. Everything he does, he spoke a word. The word goes to the book of uh, the New Testament. talking about the beginning of God. The word was, the word was with. And it's always the word that proceeds. It's the seed. It gives you instruction how to guide yourself and keep yourself to receive your Proverbs 10 and 22. The Bible said the blessings of the Lord, it, it make it rich and it added no toil. We understand that, but we got to have the law of love in our heart which is in the book of Galatians 5 and that particular uh, 14th verse. That's a law that's in the kingdom. As I heard Dr. Dell Wilson say out there in Acts Church down there in the city of uh, Fort Worth, he talks about if you obey all my commands. Now, notice what he's saying. All my commands and all my statutes and all my precepts. If you don't go outside those commands, the Bible said there's nothing he would hold from you. And that's what he takes you over the book of Psalms 84, 11. There's, if God is a son in his shield. And him being a son in the shield, there's nothing good that he has stored, that he would really designed for you to have. No good thing, will I would hold from those who actually commit themselves to Christ and walk with the blessings of the Lord, which make it rich. Now, it's not it don't have to always be about money. The favor of God on your life. Am I in there with anybody? It's worth more than money. When God gives you favor, favor opens up opportunities and doors you've never seen, heard, or thought of before. That's why the word of God declares decrees. When I heard the man of God, Dr. Matthew says, obedience carries a heavy reward. It carries a heavy reward the opening of the doors, the things that you never seen, heard, or done before in your life, when you feel like things are not there for you. The Bible said when you trust in the Lord, come on somebody, come on somebody, and you lean not to your own understanding, but to acknowledge God in all his ways. The Bible declares according to the book of Romans, I beseech thee therefore, brother, matter of fact, Romans 12, by the mercies of God, this is what he's saying, that you now, as you come to your confession of Romans 10, 8, 9, you begin to present your body, am I, am I there, as a living sacrificial offering, not just any kind of way, holy and acceptable, that of a reasonable source. The word of God said, as things you've done according to Ephesians chapter 2, that you be not conformed, am, am I in that, to this world, but be transformed, the first thing he tells you to get your mind right. You got to understand, you got to understand the blessings of the Lord. It make it rich and it added no toil. We talk about the process of just dealing with, uh, going back to Isaiah 55. we look at the first uh, part of this particular area. In Isaiah 55, 11, talks about the word that goes forth out of God's mouth. When I come unto me void, he begins to be, uh, he, he but it go where I sin. Now, the fact you look at the scripture itself, he talks about the process. And when I get back over here, I'm going to look at this real strong here. And I just, you know, you don't, you don't want to talk about stuff. You know, you got to put your you got to put your feet where your faith is. So you just can't talk it. You can't you, you can't live in the days of Ed McMahon and coming up. Well, you remember Clarence House giveaway. You can't sit back and hope and wish that things are going to come to you. It's a sermon I preach about faith on the run. You got to be able to move something in
0: the. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com
1: and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary.
0: BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Miss of you praying. You just can't sit there saying I'm waiting on God. God does stuff on the run. You just say can't sit still. You got to get up off of whatever you own and you gotta move something. Live to, to see the blessings of the Lord that He divinely have in store for you. Because in favor falling on your life, God will put people in your path. Am I talking this out? I want to talk to somebody. I don't know who it is. But you you look at Psalms 23. That Bible says so you're gonna go through shadows and valleys of death. But in the midst of all that you're going through, the promises of God, my word will not go back void. And it will accomplish to do all that in there and there. it's only if you walk upright. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And then all of these things will be added onto what are the things you ask? What is the desires of your heart? What have you been asking God for that you don't mind somebody who's trying to? See, see can, can, I, can I talk to y'all for a minute? See, this, this, let, me, let me just say something for you for a minute. It amazes me when people think they can curse you. Oh, I'm talking to somebody now. When you think that you can control somebody by using God's word as a battering ram to put them in a position where you're not even at. The word of God says, according to the book of 1 Corinthians, the first let a man examine himself. You got to put an IF in there to see if you are the faith. The Bible says these things are not strange. God can do just what he said. He's no respectful God. But that's a price that you have to pay in the area of obedience. Back to Dr. J.C. Matthews. You got to understand that the obedience of God carries a great reward. I ain't got to talk about Saul and Samuel and David and Samuel. We know what happened there. The valor of God fell on David because the invalorship of obedience from Saul denounced Looking like a man of merit and valor, denounced spiritually. That's the worst kind of denounced nation you can have. Goes right over there and look at a sheep farm, a sheep boy. Didn't even look like, oh Lord, in the name of heaven, Lord, he didn't even look like he had what it take to get an overflow from the kingdom of God. But God, who was rich in his mercy and grace, the Bible says, wherewith he loved us, even when you look at the book of Ephesians, the Bible says, even in the midst of all of our sins, I just want to talk to you just a little bit. I don't come to be with you too long, but I want to let you know what the word of God is saying. I want to let you know what the Holy Ghost is saying. You can't keep coming around and putting your mouth on things that you're not understood about and expect good to come to you. Listen to me, man, woman, God. If you don't listen to nothing at all, the wheels of demarcation turn. They turn. Things you say about one individual on a certain season may end up come across you again on your season. The Bible says be careful because of the mouth, the tongue is full of deadly poisonous asp and the tongue of an individual, that's poison. The Bible says your life and your death, your, your future is shaped by your mouth. You create your own tombstone out of your mouth. You can create the blessings or you can create the death. It's whatever you make it. But when you walk upright and you're filled and engulfed with the Holy Ghost, yeah, uh huh. I know I'm there. God will show you and guide you in the midst of all things that try to come against you both calamities, both infirmities, and both all of it is sin because he's got blessings on you. When a man weighs, I'm talking to somebody, pleases God. Oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, the Bible said the desires, the Bible said according to Philippians four nineteen, I will supply all of your needs according to who my riches, which is in glory. You can't walk with Christ and look at the parallel. You have to look at the vertical. The Bible said I look to the hills, where and what's my help come from? All oh, of my help. Come from the God Almighty who created the heavens and the earth. Is there anything, Jeremiah 32 and 17, too hard for God to do with my stressed out arms? All this was designed and engineered by me and me only alone. There's some who try to to climb up another way. The thief and the robber. But God will deal with them. But you got to be careful how you treat God's people. You got to be careful how you treat another man who's coming to you and experience and bringing the word to you that's going to help you move in the direction that God has in store for you. Death can be right around the corner. A man with a prophetic word can save your life. You already got one foot on the banana peel and one in the grave, and you study clicking your tongue. Hold your tongue. It can hold your life. The word of God comes back in the book of Isaiah. don't want to leave off this for a minute. He talks about the process that shows Shall the word be that go forth out of my mouth? Shall not return, listen to what it said, unto me. Void. God don't write, you write blank checks. Everything that God ever spoke is cashable, it's not a voided word. And the Bible said, not only is avoiding a voided word, but it will and it shall accomplish all which I pleased. And it shall prosper And whatever I sent it. When you walk upright, Psalms 8411, God plan for your life is really more than what you can see. When you talk about this word, you talk about the blessings of the Lord, and you go back over to the word of God, and we look at this word real carefully over in the book of Acts chapter 13, it's going to bring a magnificent display of information to you. Now, hold on a second, somebody. I don't need the historic. I know about the history. But I don't need your education. I need revelation. And if you can't abide in the revelation, you teach a piece of every education, then you're already out of the picture. Because it's not about your degrees and the names and the D's and the F you got behind your name. You can have all the alphabets you want. But, man of God, if you ain't got the Holy Ghost, the number one teacher in all theological sin, matter of fact, it ain't no It's in a class by itself. You can't receive the degree in this. These things only come through the Spirit. When you think about the word of God, now I'm to say Acts 13, but the Holy Spirit is speaking here right now. now I want you to hear what the word of God say. how you get to the point to qualify and walk in the righteousness and the blessings of the Lord. The blessings of the Lord, it make it rich and it added no toll. But in order for me to get blessed, I got to follow the rules and regulations back to Dr. Dale Wilson's command statues, all of those things if you obey it. You obey all of my commands, all my statues, and all my precepts. I'm talking about walking in the obedience of God. You go back to the book of Isaiah, not pulling away from 13, but it goes back up to the ninth verse, he said, for my thoughts, and that's Isaiah 55 and 9, for my thoughts are not your, listen what he's saying, thoughts, S, neither are my ways, S, your ways, S, saith the Lord. As far as the heavens, S, are higher than the earth, so are my ways, S, are higher than your ways and your thoughts. So you got to understand that God's ways and your ways, your thoughts and his thoughts are totally different. The only way you're going to achieve the plan of the kingdom of God is walking the Holy Ghost. Can I help you? Okay, come, come with me right quick over in the area of the book of 1 Corinthians. I see, I see, when the Holy Ghost moves, it just starts shifting you every direction. You, you don't need, so you don't need to sit down with a word of plagiarism. See, those who read off of ledgers, when they come up to read the word of God, maybe something to help them get to the point of being a launching route. But man of God, you got to understand a woman of God, sometimes you got to learn how to get off the milk and start eating the meat. You writing out a whole service of a sermon on Sunday night and stand up late till you can't see straight. And God has got a whole different plan for a whole different group of people when you come in the house of God. You don't know what the Holy Spirit has in store for those men and women of God who's coming in the door. You may start it with what you study, but the Word of God has got something in you that's going to help that individual God, that host, say, come out of wherever it is that they're in. Oh, I know I'm talking. I know I'm up in here. You can deny it all you want. I, I really don't matter to me. Because Jesus declared the Word over there in the book of John chapter 14. Believe it not that I'm in the Father, and the Father is in me. So he made this big statement about the what we call the naysayers. And all they do is naysay, sideline rollers who don't have nothing to do but gossip about what you're achieving and going to. When you cast your sidelines up to the front line, then maybe I can talk to you. But as long as you stand on the sideline, you need to stay right there on the sideline, just where you are. You've been there all your life, and you never could get off of that because you're too busy running a trap about other people are doing. It wasn't doing your own work. The Word of God decrees and declares the Word in 1 Corinthians, and he makes it very clear in that second chapter. Am I, can I help you? The Bible declares, when you look at the, the Word of God, and it goes back over to the written Word, we establish that in the book of Genesis. And the Word of God says, but as is written, already planned, not your plan, it's, it's already in it's already written. It is written that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, Neither has it entered to into end, end, Look at that man. Let me help you. The things which God has prepared ed for those who love Him. Listen, to what He's telling me. He said, anything of a human point, anything of a fleshly d cannot receive this. It's got to be received through the Spirit. That means men, take coming to conform of actually going and reuniting with the Holy Ghost, is the only way they're going to receive the plans of God. Go back to Isaiah 55 11. Go and see what he says at 8 9 through 10. My ways, your ways. My thoughts, your thoughts. Every word, according to Isaiah fifty-five eleven goes forth. It will not come unto me void. He even speaks about the word in Isaiah 55 and 17. In matter of fact, he says, the weapon. No weapons formed against me. But it comes back in the 16th verse when you really got to get the revelation from it and it really rolls over in the book of Ephesians 121. When you look at uh, uh Isaiah 55 and 16, it tells you that I'm the one who created the blacksmith. And I know I'm teaching. You can't tell me like I know what I'm doing. And I don't need to blow your ear off telling you about it. He says the weapons cannot be formed against me. Now, now you go over to Isaiah fifty-five and you look at this over that at fifty-five and seven. You look at it. Now I'm gonna go back to fifty-four. Go to fifty-four. I'm gonna get it. I'm, I'm in here. Go to Isaiah fifty-four. Let's go back to Isaiah fifty-four. Let's look at something in Isaiah fifty-four. Now Isaiah fifty-five. When we look at this stone. Want to make sure we get our our numbers in here because I want to make sure when the Holy Spirit is speaking, He's speaking straight and clear. Because I don't want to disrupt nothing. I gotta check myself. So when you look at Isaiah fifty-four. The Bible says over in Isaiah 54, we click over to Isaiah 54, he says in Isaiah 54, and you look at that particular area of that um, 16th verse, well, you look at 17, we're going to go backwards, so I'm going to explain the preface before I go back over to 55, and then come back over to you over in 13, and get this thing broke down, for so we can move forward over in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, now he says in Isaiah 55, as Isaiah 54, He says, now I want you to hold your place in 55, but I want you to go to 54. Now, he says in Isaiah 54 and 17, he said, no weapon formed. He didn't say formed. He said the ED, formed. Anything that's designed and engineered by the enemy can't. No weapon formed against thee. He's talking about you individually. Those who trust and believe and know that God can make a way out of no way shall prosper. In every tongue that shall rise up against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. Now, look what he said. I'm going to condemn it. I just told you a minute ago. Quit messing with God's people. Quit putting your mouth. God, hit everything. You wonder why you coming down with all these symptoms in your body. Man The God, woman of God, you all want to check yourself. It ain't just old and young. It's young and old. I mean, old, young and old. It's everybody who who's speaking out against the kingdom work. Those who think they can cast off demons and cast against or cast against demons and phantoms against you, that thing will come back at you. They say he'll come at you. It'll come at you one way. When the enemy try to pray a prayer against you, especially somebody that got a Jezebel in the Ahab spirit, they want to control you. They'll pray that thing at you with the attempt to try to see you fall. But God declared that that thing will come at you one way, but it'll flee in seven. I know I'm in there. He said he will condemn it. This is the the heritage this is a confirmation for those who love the Lord. It's an heritage of the servant of the Lord. I am mean, you your servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Now, when you go back to the 16th verse, see. he be said, behold, I created the blacksmith, or I created the smith that bloweth on the coal. Listen to what he's saying, of the fire. And that they're bringing forth the instrument 18 plus Look what he said that that one who meet me see it ain't the physical instrument it's the spiritual instrument that he bring against you that's why the word of god said you got to outfit yourself from the battle in ephesians 6 and 10 you got to get ready you got to be a front line running you can't come up in this thing half cocked and then you want to talk about what somebody else doing in your backyard all tore up from the floor as i heard uh, jesse perez say over that victory outreach church you ought to go check him out out there in dallas you can't put your mouth again. Matter of fact, we ain't got the ability to put our mouth in nobody. Know what? We ain't got. A, I ain't, I mean I ain't got a heaven to hell to put nobody in. But that's some who think they do. Bind it, rebuke it, shame the devil. No, look at yourself. Before I put my my print or my lips on anybody, know what? My guys, what mom, What are you doing wrong? Or what was it in your life that wasn't? I ain't giving you a license to sin. But I'm telling you, I want you to get a thorough examination of what you are. Before you take on the oath of Christ, which is a heritage to protect you from the one who creates the weapons that come against you. See, before you can speak the word of God in 55, 54 and 17, you got to understand that you got to be able to denounce the 16th verse in every area. To know that you walk in the righteousness of God. And when you walk up in the righteousness of God, the Bible declares in the Creed, when you got a Psalm 84, 11 in you, then he gives you a Proverbs 10 and 22. See, see, Psalms 84 11 says that God is a son in the shield. Am I somewhere? That no good thing will he withhold from those who walk upright. That's a word from God. Remember, he says, So shall the words that go forth out of my mouth, should I come unto me void? Now, that's 55 and 11. He makes that clear. But he also comes and says, There are some rules and regulations you must abide by if I'm going to defend you from the kingdom. One of them is over in the book of Galatians chapter uh, 5 and 15. 5 and 15 says, you can't bite, kick, and scratch and devour your brother and sister. And they say, you love the Lord. You can't go behind closed doors. I can say in the book of Ephesians and perform all types of acts, language, and physical and say, you love the Lord. You just can't do that. The enemy is always setting up the flare you. He's always got a smoke screen for you. And baby, if you fall into the trap, hmm, you're just as good as gone. Because I'm telling you, when you get in those traps of the devil, when you begin to start raging war against the wrong type of individual, man, I'm telling you, God will whoop you in ways that you can't. You don't want no whooping from the Holy You don't want no whooping from God. He ain't going to kill you, but he'll make you wish you were dead. You got to line yourself up and stop this, what you call, uh, hating. If I can take it back over to, thank you, Holy Ghost. Back over here to the area of the book of Acts chapter 13. Look at it carefully. In the 44th verses, we start here. The Bible declares decrees in the next day. Well, let's go back up here a little bit farther here. And I want to make a little I want to make a little foundation before we go to 44. For those who were visiting me earlier, we talked about the 42, uh, the 43 in the book of uh, Acts chapter 13. But I want to make this very clear in terms of how this word is bringing performance to let you know that you can't walk with calamity in your life toward another individual. Expect God to bless you. Am I helping somebody? The Word of God says over in forty-second verse, and the Jews were going out of the synagogue. The Gentiles besought that these words might preach to them the next Sabbath. Now, I want to pay careful attention to this forty-second verse. Don't run through it. Don't run through it. Look at the intimacy, what's going on. The ones who're supposed to receive the word first, according to the word of God, according to the Syrophoenician woman that came out of uh, that's, that's that out there over there's a Syrophoenician. The Bible said that, that that she came to Jesus and said, My daughter is, is severely vexed spiritually. And she got she got she, she, she's dealing with infirmities in her body. And Jesus declared the word and told the woman, "I am not designed but to bring, the, to bring the word to only the lost sheep of Israel." That's the Jews. So we look over here in the forty-second verse. The Bible declares that the Jews had gone out of the synagogue. Now you look at the breakdown, the statement. I'm not going by man's you know, what this, this this stuff you see broke down in these words. I mean, it's to help you educational wise. But God will give you revelation. Don't stick to your guns on what man's writing is. This is why I want to show you over in the book of 1 Corinthians, the 2nd chapter. Man only knows the things of a man, but no man knows the things of the spirit. He comes back over there once again. In that same verse, he goes back up there. He said, but eyes have not seen it, ears have not heard. What is he saying? These things he's telling you can't be humanly comprehended. Man knows what he wrote in his illustration to break down what he think it is, Historically. But God said, "I got a revelation to you to reveal things to you in the spirit that lets you see things far beyond what man is posted." The word of God decrees over here in its forty-second verse that when the Jews, the one who's supposed to first receive the word, they ran out mad from the synagogue, and the Gentiles besought these men of God which is Paul and Barnabas. And he said, this word must be preached on the Sabbath the next day. But listen how this listen how the story unfolds. It's magnificently designed when you look at this. The Bible said, the Jews won out of the synagogue, but the Gentiles, which was the least to not to receive according to the work of the Syrophoenician woman. But she said, look here, they finna receive the bread that falls from the table. They're the dogs. When the ones who think their lip is did a little bit better than you are. Am I helping somebody in here? Then when they want to look at you if you ain't got what it take. With all they synagogues and all they membership and all they monkey suits and all this, they strive to make themselves seem better from a merit standpoint of view. Guys, I would denounce you so quick it to make your head spin. Because this thing ain't about popularity, It ain't about all the alphabets on your name, nor the robe or chain or what you wear around your neck. They represent the individual. This ain't no kind of fraternity. It ain't no place club. This is the mir- in the work of the Holy Ghost. You can't conform it to man's understanding because he just told you over the first Corinthians that this work you ain't never seen, heard or known before in your life. So we go back over to the 42nd verse over here in the book of Acts chapter 13. He said the Jews ran out mad because now they couldn't receive because they feel the words that Paul and Boniface speaking was blasphemous. But they go in the 20th and the 43rd verse. He said now the congregation was broke up. Many of the Jews were religious patriots, follow Paul and Barnabas. You know, patriots, one who only believe in one God. I'm talking about this Hindu stuff. I ain't talking about all this stuff to be the multiple God stuff. And this Buddhas and stuff. I'm talking about one God. The Trinum, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. They believe in one God. The religious patriots follow Paul and Barnabas. Who spoke, who was speaking to them and pursued them and continued to, and continue to pursue them. And they said, this, they said, they, look what they, they pursued them and to continue in the grace of God. Let, 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 let me, let me help you. Here. Sometimes you gotta know who you're going after. Sometimes things don't seem right from the merit standpoint of view or the popularity standpoint of view. But how many people know that the majority ain't always right? They got a look. As the word of God said, they got a form of God in this They got all the displays that make you look like they got it all together. Great monuments structures, great buildings, great huge memberships. But they losing one thing. They ain't got the spirit. They claim a spirit, but it ain't the, the spirit. Because the Bible tells me that signs, come on, help me, signs, wonders, and miracles will follow those who believe. If the man of God who's behind that porpit, whatever you want to call it, trestle, stand, box, or whatever you want to call it, if he's really announcing the word of God, and then there'll be people who fall into the point that know they come to a testimonies all over the world. I'm talking about Azusa Street. I'm talking about somebody that you don't even understand what's going on here. The Bible said that man down there at Zulu Street, when you look at that brother Seymour, it said, Brother, he healed in a strange way. It kind of took me back over there to the book of, uh, what is it, John chapter 5. If, I, if I'm going to check my notes right, if I, if I look back over in John chapter 5, can, can y'all come with me for a minute in John chapter? I'm, I'm going to get out of here, but the Holy Ghost will give me a little bit. I'm the Spirit of Subject to the Prophet, but I'm going to move. He says over here in the book of John, if it, if it serves me right the Holy Spirit, and I really want you to get me there. And he says over in John chapter 5, and I believe it's here. The Bible said after there was the feast of the Jews of Jerusalem. And the Bible said now there was a, in Jerusalem a place called like a sheep market, a pool, which is called in Hebrew the in tongue Bethesda. And having five porches entrance for everybody to come in Who's got the ability to move forth All you got to do is move your feet The Bible said that laid a multitude of impotent folk Blind, health, withered Waiting for the moving of the water The Bible declared according to the first verse There was an angel that came down At a certain season into the pool And he traveled the water And whosoever am I Do you want to get in Do anybody want to be healed You got to understand That you got to know who you running up behind it ain't about the title and the name. It ain't about your Facebook shows. It ain't even about me speaking to you right now because I'm speaking to the heart. And the Bible said, if you got to hear it hear, then you're going to hear what the Spirit is saying to this man of God. The Bible declared and decreed that when the when the congregation dispersed over here in the book of Acts, chapter 13, the Bible said they began to break up. And many of the Jews in religious See, religious never was a bad word until we got, whenever you enter a human in the equation of the Holy Spirit, there's going to be a problem. Because the Bible said they're always going to lean to what they feel and understand is right on their behalf. They will quote you words to make you feel mesmerized from the Webster standpoint of view, but they have no knowledge of what the power of God can do to somebody who don't even look like them. all you got to do is ask David compared to Saul who was really denounced because of his disobedience. And David didn't even look like anything But raised up in his sheep Man that woman God when you run after the things that look good You better watch yourself You better watch yourself Because the Bible says I don't look as men The way men look at men Because God looks at your heart The Bible declared according to the book of Acts chapter 13 I got to get out of here He said a congregation But broken up Many of the Jews are religious patriots Follow Paul and Barnabas Look who followed them Reli- see, We call religious people. We call re- we got a bad. See, religious never was a bad name until we got a hold of it. See, when I was young and growing up in the Pentecostal church down in Saginaw, Michigan, when we went to church every YPWW, all these days we have, they call us religious folk because we was always in the house of God. While many of those who grow up in the streets and doing what they want to do, some are already gone. You can see that with your own eyes, and you can look at their upbringing and how they was brought up versus the way you was brought up. Don't you thank God and your mama for saving your crazy self from all those things that went on back then that you yet living? And if you get out of order now, it's because you did it your own yourself because you was trained up by many of my friends I know was trained up right. Now, I'm going to leave that one alone there. The Bible said, these religious patriots followed Paul in Barnabas who was speaking to them and persuaded them to continue In the grace of God. Look at this. If the Jews don't receive it, we will receive it. I want you to come over here in the 44th verse. He said, The next, he said, in in the next Sabbath, it came almost the whole city together. Look look what he's saying. He encouraged Paul and Barnabas to come speak on the Sabbath day. But the Bible declared that these men were just like Jesus when he had to go over there to the woman at the well. Now, I got to go through Samaria because that's something I'm going to create. One of the greatest evangelists, one of the greatest women of God to bring a whole city to its knees to realize that whatever calamity they're in, they're going to be saved. I'm going to use somebody who will look like me. Oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus, you better hear it. Because even though Saul looked like he was a man on the throne, which was denounced, David looked like a man that wasn't available, so that this woman who was by the well didn't look like worth nothing, had all these husbands. Matter of fact, she was, a, but they said a prostitute. You want to put it in the other end? they called it a big H. If you want to just get real with it, and she had multiple men, and the one she was with wasn't with them. But Jesus said, I'm going to use that one. The one that they look at that don't look right. The one who come in your church who look at, got the high dresses on, a lot of cleavers, and you study looking at them as if they ain't got what it takes. And you walk around high-minded like you better than everybody else. Oh, Lord, I know I'm speaking. You can shut it off if you want to, and I want you to. But this word going to go forth. And I'm telling you, it's going to steam the ears of those who listen listening. I'm telling you, I don't play. I bring a word in the name of Jesus. The word of God and declares and decrees that now on the Sabbath day, it came that almost the whole city, the whole city together to hear the word of God. That means these men of God who heard the word of God over in the uh, the 42nd verse displayed information in the 43rd verse by going out after these men of God and telling them to come and speak to us in the Sabbath day over here where the Gentiles are. Because if the Jews don't receive it, we going to receive it. Listen to me, man or woman God. I, I want to I I help you with something here. What, time I got to get myself out of here. Look, look, look what it says, though. Go to Acts chapter 4 with me for a minute. Go to Acts chapter 4, the King James Version. Look what Acts chapter 4 said. The Bible declares in Acts chapter 4 And they spoke unto the people and the priests and the capital of the temple of the Santuaries that came upon them. Help me, Holy Ghost. And being grieved—that is—that them haters go. They're gonna be everywhere you go. Being grieved, they—they they talk through. They talk. They taught, They taught through the people and preach through Jesus Christ the resurrection of the dead. Let me let me look at this again because I want to make sure. Being grieved, haters don't like you talking about you, whispering. But I tell you, I'm telling you, man, the wheels turn. Let them keep talking. Let them keep on talking. See, they can't tame that thing in their mouth. That's what James says. It's full of deadly poison. And I'm telling you, man, you're going to poison your own self by words you speak out of your own mouth. The Bible said, life and death, you'll speak on your own self. You don't need nobody speaking on you. You speak things out of line that's not according to God, and you ain't helping nobody. You speak the death on your own self because of what you've done coming against God's people. The Bible said over here, being grieved, That they taught the people and they preached through. Look here, through. It's got to go through Christ, Jesus Christ, the resurrection from the dead. The Bible said those haters laid hands on them and they put them in hold until the next day. For it was evening times. Look here. They put their hands on them, but the damage has already been done. The Bible said how many of them heard the word and they believed. And the number came to be about 5,000. Am I helping somebody here? You may talk the word, they may talk about you, but the word of God is going to inject himself. You may do the damage to the people and points where you feel in the physical, but the word is going to already be heard. This word right now is being heard through all over the world. You know, I'll bring it. I'll bring it in the name of Jesus. I can teach it. I can slow it, whatever you want it to be because I'm anointed to do just that as walking as an apostolic anointing. I walk in the apostolic. And I want to get you to understand and see that there are people who are going to come against you while you're doing the word of God. But the word of God declared the There'll be a lot of them among you that'll believe your word and hear your word. And so that brother out there on that, on that, on the social network is tearing it down. He preaching a word and he ain't yelling for you can't hear it. He's preaching a word. His tongue ain't twisted and tied. Every five minutes he letting you know what the word of God is telling you. He got the Holy Ghost on him and he moving the spirit. I believe you hear the word through the microphones and through the, the speakers, word, yeah, if you just touch the speaker, I believe the power of the presence of the Holy Ghost will ignite you to whatever you have in your body. I believe in the name of Jesus that these men of God over in Acts chapter 13 believed in the words they heard because the Holy Spirit touched them. But these righteous religious leaders saw that the multitude in the 45th verse filled the whole temple on the next day. Here come the haters again, like in verse four, the Bible say they filled the temple to the point that they envied them. Matter of fact, let's leave what 45 said. But when the Jews saw the multitude, the Jews, the one who rejected it in the first place over in 42, they rejected it. But now the Gentiles have took hold of it. And they went out and spread it through all the different regions, like they did over in Acts chapter 4. But now the Jews, because of they bailed out because of they thought there was high religious leaders and they had command over everybody, they thought these Gentiles didn't have enough. But the people heard the word. They said, That's a man or woman of God that's coming through to on tomorrow. That's going to preach the word. And we need to fill the temples and hear what they got to say. Because we were touched by the Holy Ghost. The Bible declares in the creeds, when these Jews saw that the multitude feel that Bible said there was envy, and they spoke against them. The things which were spoken by Paul conduct look here look contradicting and blaspheming. An enemy are always trying to find a way to shut your word down because he got nothing but education and no revelation. It's a different when you listen to a person who's a holy person and a person that's educated. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Somebody who want to cross the T's and dot the S have no information or understanding about what they say because the word goes back to First Corinthians. They believe the report of what man says, and the Bible declares according to First Corinthians, that second chapter, he said these words only got to be revealed through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, even the deepest things of God. For man only knows the things of a man, but no man knows the things of the Spirit. Oh, you better help me. You better hear me. You got to get yourself together. You got to pay attention to what you're hearing in this season that you're in. It ain't always glamorous. The word of God said there come a time they won't endure sound doctrine. What does he say? The Holy Spirit that will lead them out of every infirmity and every calamity, every financial dilemma, every problem, every negative relationship in their life that you can speak a word against the situation and the enemy's got to flee the Bible declared, decreed that in the forty-sixth verse, that Paul and Barnabas, when they begin to contradict the word of them, the Bible said, "Them brothers, they begin to wax bold. The Holy Ghost came upon them, and it says, it is necessary that the word of God should be first. Uh, the word of God should first have been spoken to you.' But seeing that you put it from you, talking about these Jewish people, they the ones getting mad. They the ones contradict. That's the way the haters do." That's the, the, that's the way the the uppity, the snobbish leaders do. They think they're a little bit better than everybody else. They think that your word ain't nothing because they got their marvels and stones and bricks and floors and they got all the monkey suits and all the shiny crosses and all the conferences and all the things. And they think they're a little bit better than everybody else. But God said, I got another plan. I'm going to send some man who doesn't look like worth anything called Paul and Barnabas. And they're going to speak a word and they're going to engineer the power of the presence of the Holy Ghost on people who you look like they're not even able to receive the word of God. It ain't the ones in the house of God. Man or woman of God let me talk to you, it's the ones who are out there in the streets, you got to go get the dope dealers you got to go get the drug dealers, you got to get those who think they're unfit to the point of receiving the word of God, you keep talking about these millennials, just the millennials that get yourself up out of the walls and go speak to these people out here, quit running around with these monkey suits don't worry about how you're going to pay the bills if something don't belong to you, the Bible said all these bricks and stones and mortars can't make it into the kingdom of God, you yourself going to barely make it being a man and a leader, but you got to train them up in the way they need to go that when they come and depart from the path, they will Come back in a way that they understand and realize that God's plan in the life is merely more than what they see. You gotta raise them up right. It ain't about the stones in the mortar, not about your name. It's about the Holy Ghost being imputed to the lives of people that they may receive in the name of Jesus. Am I talking to somebody? You don't want to hear me talk to you, but I'm letting you know that these haters, these so-called Jews, was declared by Barnabas, say you put the word away from you over there in the 46th verse, because of what you said over here in the, 40th, uh, in the 42nd verse. If you go back up to it and look at it, they said the Jews gone out of the synagogue and the Gentiles besought the word of God that they might be preached the next day. They besought, they received the word of God. You don't, man, you don't You don't even understand how many times me and this woman of God got to fight through all the demonic and the demons' forces. Cause we fighting the prince of the air. We ain't inside no bricks and no mortar. We ain't in a controlled environment. We fighting an atmospheric fight. The Bible declares, according to the book of Ephesians, he's the prince of the air. Well, we fight a mighty fight. You got demons coming every which way, but we armed in the name of Jesus. And I declare that one blow will drop every enemy to come against us. And I mean that in the name of, I'm not turning, anger, but you keep putting your mouth on, you're going to mess around and burn up. You keep putting your mouth on stuff over here. And I mean that. One day you're going to wake up and you're going to get a feeling that you thought you never heard before. And you're going to call on the Lord. The Lord telling you right now, keep your mouth off of my leaders. Go over there to the book of Nehemiah and see what happened when they spoke against them when he was rebuilding that wall. He spoke a curse against the men. He said, take not the reproach from their head, nor take them out of the land of captivity. And could nobody take that curse off them unless they went to God himself. Nehemiah gave it to God and God dealt with it. The same thing here. These men of God said, you put the word away from you, What was necessary to you to go out and be the word of the light. In other words, let's look at this real close. He said, Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said, it is necessary that the word of God should have been spoken to you. It was you, the ones who were talking about us, but seeing that you put it from you and judging yourself unworthy of an everlasting, oh, Jesus, of an everlasting life. I gave you the perfect word of salvation, and you rejected it. You didn't want to go to be the light of the world. You didn't want to go be a Matthew 28, go through all the world and proclaim the gospel. That's what it says over there in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah proclaimed that word. And when you go over look at the book of Isaiah, I believe Isaiah claims that word in Isaiah 49 and 6. He makes it very plain. You're called to be a capital for Christ. You're called to be a light to those who are lost. You stand up in the church and think you anointed. you you burning up everybody in the church. But you can't go out there and burn up a 15-year-old boy who out there got a pistol in his hand, dope in his pocket, and bring him to the word of God. That's what I like about Jesse Perez out there at Victory Outreach Gang Night. He had to get all them young people out there, whatever they mean, drug dealers, all those different people that are in prison, all those people who's out there doing things they're not supposed to do. And he bringing them into the house of God and training them up. That's why he got such a mighty ministry over there at Victory Outreach. Most people don't like that. You got a problem with the people because you don't want to go feed them. Because if you bring the people in your church to smell bad, you because you think because the high minded and high nose up people smell them, uh, uh, they, they will turn them over. Oh, he stinks! Well, how do you think you think? How you think you smell in the spirit? You stink too. At least they spirit, at least spirit, these stinking is outward. Yours is inward. Let your stench out. We we'll see how you smell. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I declare and decree that even as I go forth. But this word was a revelatory word that come from your kingdom, and I declare by the word of God into the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit that even as we begin to move, Father God, you are making ways out of no way for the hearts and minds of your people. That even in the midst of their struggle, Father God, the word will be declared and spoke according to the kingdom of God from mountain to mountain, to house top to housetop, and it will be filled through the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. Let the power of your word come down on all those who are in heavy laden, that you will give them rest. Let them frighten not themselves because of the evildoers, nor evidence of because of those workers of iniquity. Father God, you got a plan for their life, according to Jeremiah 29-11. And only you know that plan. Father God, help them. Hallelujah In the name of Jesus Receive everything you have in store for them Then they receive the engraftation Of the illumination of the power Of the Holy Spirit Father God, help me to be your spokesman in this season. That I go far beyond more than I can imagine, even understand. Lord, take me in the spirit. That I speak everything you commanded me to speak in this day and time. Let me be the warrior and the king you desire me to be against all principalities and powers and dominion. I shut down every demonic force and every man who speak an evil word out against anything of any other sort that is of the kingdom of God. And I denounce it in the name of Jesus. And I declare that the Lord will deal with them the way he needs to deal with them, that I may continue to have the way path, that I may go forth. And do all that he commanded me to do I declare the word in the name of Jesus I speak a word through the Holy Ghost I command it to go forth and it will not go back void But it will accomplish you all that in the end I put it into the third heaven That the word to go forth in the shell And it will not come back void But it's accomplished in all that in therein In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth I plead the blood on every word on tonight in Jesus' mighty name, I pray, Lord. Amen. Well, I thank my man of God in the ministry, my good uh, father in the ministry. Going to meet with him Tuesday, Dr. Von Peak also. Apostle Oscar Walker out there Disciples Tabernacle Church. You know, don't forget to join the man of God tomorrow, Bishop Raymond Johnson out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You can catch him through Facebook Live. Also, you know, you got Axe Church is always coming on board doing a powerful walk out there in Arlington, Texas. He was a great man of God. And Pastor Sam Finchroy, always doing a great work over there at the out of church in Plano. 300 Chisholm, you only get a chance to go out and visit these men of God. If you don't have a place to worship, you need to find somewhere where you won't hide in a crowd, but you'll be exposed of the things that's in your life that's not right. Don't be going out there prophesying and sighing to people and doing your own thing to what you feel like you're worthy than everybody else. I'm telling you, that stuff, that junk gonna get tested. I'm just like the Bereans. I test everything. Don't prophesy nothing to me because I ain't going to fall out with amazement and get all this old teary stuff. I'm going to hear what you're saying. And I'm going to say thank you, and I'm going to take it straight to God. And so if this thing be of you, if it be not, if it not, it's like the word of God. said, my little friend out there, Alan Carter, said, if it ain't in the word, kick it to the curb. You know, I got to teach you. I got to teach you where you can reach it. I mean, he said that perfectly, but I believe in the name of Jesus that everyone is blessed, that you have a great night, that you'll sleep comfortably. We thank God for the storm that passed through it didn't touch any of us. For all those who went through the storm, we're praying for them in the name of Jesus, for our presidency, in the name of Jesus, all those in leadership, all those in different areas and towns and communities, we pray that the power of the Holy Spirit to fall upon them and bring correction in the name of Jesus. Lord, I declare the word that I speak and I call it done. Your presence and powerful and mighty name. I pray, Lord. Amen. God bless you guys. Y'all take care.